building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and happy Monday. Today's big question with a short answer is one that I get fairly often, which is how did I go from $0 to seven figures without funding? I get messages fairly often on LinkedIn and Instagram asking this question, and it's kind of my tagline. It's my tagline on LinkedIn. It's on my website, so it's definitely a fair game. There is a general answer for this that I usually put out on social media, and then there's a much more detailed answer that I want to get into with you today. The general answer is that you have to start to get anywhere. I remember walking around New York seven or so years ago and seeing a sign that said this quote, you don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. And it turns out it's a Zig Ziglar quote. At that time, I had just started a new company and I was really, I guess, wondering if I had done the right thing and really wondering what to do next. I guess I did take the right first step, which is to start and to do. I always massively, majorly favor taking action over everything else, sometimes maybe too much. And I think I should probably think a little bit harder about some risks that I take before I take them. But here we are. I've met a lot of people that want to start or grow companies over the years, and I swear that you can absolutely tell who is going to take the information that you're giving them and actually do something with it, and who is gathering information to sit on and never do anything with. And when you talk to them in a year or two years, they're going to be in the exact same situation. You do not need the opinions of 700 people to start a business. You also don't need calls with 10 people who have done it before. Pretty much everyone is going to give you the same or similar advice. When I'm considering starting something, I typically weigh the pros and cons, including the opinion of those that have done it before, any information that I can gather from the internet or books or my mentors, and then my own ideas of what should happen, and then I go. There's absolutely no better way to learn than to do. That is one of the big problems with our school system today is you can learn, 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 but if you don't do anything with the information, it's not going to get you where you want to go. Now, I'd like to get further into the details of the actual how to grow a company from nothing or how to bootstrap a company. Growing a company without funding is a big decision that you really should weigh and think about before you start because in order to do it, you have to be and do a few things. One, you have to be comfortable taking risks onto your own shoulders, especially if you're starting the company solo or even with partners. You are taking those risks on yourself because you don't have any kind of safety net. Two, you have to be good or you have to get good at managing financial stress, which I personally think is the very worst kind of stress because when it comes down to the wire and you can't pay your bills, you have to know what you're going to do. I've been in that situation a number of times where I couldn't pay my personal bills or I couldn't pay payroll for my company and it was so stressful terrible situation to deal with. Three, you have to be okay with slow growth. There's no unicorns coming out of bootstrapping. I guess there's MailChimp, which turned out to be a pretty large company, but they grew it slowly over time. 
you must be more interested in keeping equity in your company than in fast growth because that is definitely a trade-off. If that's you or you're committed to getting more comfortable with risks and learning strategies to manage your financial stress, then keep listening. If not, you might want to go back and check out episode 39 on how I evaluate and get comfortable with taking calculated risks. There is a lot of good information in that episode for you. All right, now how to get started without funding. I recommend either having some money saved or opening a line of credit. It depends how comfortable you are with debt and I guess how much access you have to cash. I think I had maybe about $10,000 in savings when I started, which is not a ton. That is a very small runway to start a company with, but it was enough. You definitely need to think as well about how to reduce your expenses as much as humanly possible. I see people out there starting companies and they're like, look at my new MacBook. I decided to start a company and therefore I'm buying myself a $1,000 computer. Mm, That is not a good idea. And those are decisions that you can't really make when you're bootstrapping a company. I also would recommend not spending a ton of money on a fancy logo or a website or even a brand, which I'm sure my design team will hate to hear, but when you're bootstrapping, that shouldn't really be your first step. These are often things that you can do yourself. Like, for example, you can file an LLC yourself online. You can start a website with Squarespace. In my opinion, you don't really even need a logo to start. I personally signed my first customers with no company name, no LLC, no website, and no logo. Instead, I was selling on my personal background and my expertise that I had built over the few years that I was in corporate. If that's the way you're going to go, you better make sure that your LinkedIn profile is in really freaking good shape because that is going to act as your website, your best marketing tool, and it's going to legitimize you. So make sure that you have really good descriptions in place, you're telling a good story, you have documents linked, you've gotten recommendations, etc. One thing that I would have done differently is to build my network before even starting. It's much easier to sell when you have a network in place. And I think I told this story a few weeks ago, but I'm going to tell it quickly again. My husband actually just started his own consultancy one year ago, like this week, and he was able to build it to the revenue number that was on his vision board within a year, which is freaking amazing. It took me a lot longer to get there. And he was able to do that because he had 20 plus years of professional experience and he did a really good job keeping in touch with all of his connections. If I were you, I would make connections with people that have a lot of connections that you're trying to get in front of. People like bankers, financial planners, insurance brokers, consultants with complimentary services if you also own a service company. So get out there and grow that network and get to know people before you start. You will not regret it. Your next goal from there is simply to sell. (laughs) It's not simple, but whether you're selling your own experience or you're selling an idea, your goal is to go out and make money so that you can cash flow your business with revenue dollars instead of debts. It is freaking hard. You have to be willing to go really make money in any way that you can. And if you're not making money right away through your business, you're going to have to look at other sources. You could bartend. You could get a serving job. I mean, there are a million jobs that are hiring and paying a pretty good wage right now. You can drive for Uber or Lyft. I know it takes forever to get a car these days, and I'm sure they're short on drivers. I used to also buy everything that I could use. So I was buying used clothes. When I was a foster parent, I would buy the foster kids that would show up with no clothes or no anything 
at Goodwill and I would buy myself clothes there too. And I was getting furniture that I wanted on Craigslist. So like I said, make money in any way you can and keep those expenses low. And then you simply repeat this process. You have to keep selling no matter how busy you get. Keep that cash flowing into your business. And you can use debt responsibly when you need to. I personally chose not to do that. I think I made it harder on myself than I needed to. And finally, if you can, start by building on the side. If you're working full-time and you have even 10, 15, 20 additional hours that you can dedicate to your company, that's going to be the full-time money that is going to really give you the cushion and help you as you start building a company. Finally, in order to bootstrap, you have to be willing to live like others will not. You have to minimize your expenses. You have to minimize your spending. You have to be willing to take on a lot of stress. But if you can make it to the first few hundred thousand dollars in revenue and you can manage your cash and your profit margins appropriately, you will have a runway to a million dollars or more. So that is the quick and I guess a little bit more detailed summary than I usually give on how exactly you can build a company with no funding. If you got value out of this episode, please share it with one person, one person that's thinking about starting a company or that's currently running a bootstrapped company and wondering what the heck to do next so that they can hear this message as well. Thank you for listening. 